Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. The Astros drop game three tonight, but we still win the series. We're going to talk about tonight's game. We're going to talk about those two wins, but of course, we can't do it without Tom. What's up, buddy? Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. Rob, good evening. I'm not happy about tonight's game. I normally don't get upset with the way the Astros lose baseball games. I normally am very even killed. Tonight really sucked. We're going to talk about it. Go ahead, I Rob. Like, I like angry Tom. You know, at the end of the show, they they uh, I don't know if they mentioned it earlier, but they have never swept that franchise going back twenty since in twenty two years since they were the the Expos. That's how long it's been. And you and we talked about that a couple episodes ago about how hard it is to sweep a team. So I thought that was kind of cool. So what do you know about Jordan? I know El, uh, Lance McCullers Jr. He's done. He's out. But Jordan, what is it like? Ten days? Is it coming? Is he coming back? Is there any bad news that we don't want to hear? Because one thousand percent, this team needs Jordan because they need to score runs. So the latest uh, on Jordan Alvarez from Dana Brown, he spoke to the media a couple days ago, was that they were going to give Jordan at least. I believe 10 days before they even evaluated it. So then from there, they were going to proceed, but that, you know, it could be a minimum of a couple weeks. It could be a maximum of who knows, it just depends on how he's feeling. What, what, what kind of, uh, what kind of a struggle he's having personally. Uh, I've seen him, you know, at the games, I've seen him on the sidelines, you know, he's, He's there. He's he's in the building. Makes makes me think that there's some discomfort. I know that's the word of 2023, 20, discomfort. Yeah. 
but I don't think it's something too serious. I think they're being extra cautious, which is the right move because you need this guy for October, not for March, April, May, June, July, which uh, will bring me to my next topic, and that is Lance McCullers Jr. I am a huge Lance McCullers Jr. fan. I think this was handled very poorly. I don't know who was in his ear. I don't know if they gave him options. I talked about this today with a coworker who shall remain nameless. Nameless, I'm sorry. This thing just drove me insane. If you knew in February, which Dana Brown said, they knew in February he had this going on, take care of it then. I know that Lance is a warrior. I know he wants to compete. I know he wants to be out there for his guys. But when would they need you, Lance? When would be the better time to have you? The better time to have you would be September, October, you know, November if it gets there. I I I now if you told me this injury was going to take him out for the entire season and he tried regardless and it wouldn't have mattered, fine. They're saying he's going to resume throwing in November. So that makes me think if y'all would have attacked this in February, there'd be potential for you to do something out of the bullpen, whatever, still be an asset to the team. Now you're smoked. And I mean, again, for April, May, June, July, we're, we're, you know, yes, I'd love to see Lance out there doing his thing because when he's right, he is awesome. But I'd rather him be right in October. Just like I'd rather Jordan be right in October. Just rather, just like I'd rather see Michael Brantley be right in October because you feel like this team can still get there. I know tonight sucked and we'll get into it, but all things considered, they are still right in the playoff thick of things. I don't feel like they're going to go away. Texas has regressed, but I'm rambling. Back to Rob. All right, so I got to say this, folks. I love angry Tom. I don't get to see him like this once in a while. And I can't believe I'm not upset. I don't know why I'm not upset, but I don't think I'm going to have time to tell you this, but Tom knows about it. There was like five days of my life that I thought I was dying. I was told that I'm going to die. And if we have time at the end, I'll tell you more about it. But with angry Tom on the mic tonight, I highly doubt it. But we before we get going, I want to give a shout out to my boy, Nico. What's up, buddy? All right, so Astros, Nats, game one, Mr. Hunter Brown. And not only did he pitch amazing, not only did we win this game, but it was like Milestone City. Like, all this stuff happened. Game one, it was Tuesday. It was just a great day. Dollar dogs for the fans. Listen to this, folks. If you didn't know what happened, bottom of the fifth, Dubon, third home run of the year. One to nothing. Kyle Tucker hits his ninth home run of the year, two to zero. Martin Maldonado hits his fourth home run of the year. You know what's pathetic about Maldonado? Even though I love him, four home runs and nine RBIs. That's pathetic. That's pathetic. If he didn't have four home runs, he'd have five RBIs. It is it is really my biggest gripe about Martin Maldonado. I have no issue with the player as a defensive player. I have no issue with the way he his presence with the pitchers. I have no issue with him in the clubhouse. The guy can't hit his weight, and that's a problem for me with a team that is missing big bats in their lineup. 
I didn't even realize he had that few RBIs. I thought he was doing decent, but I saw it today and I was like, wow, that's pretty horrible. Jose Abreu, RBI single, brought in Altuve, and we are cruising at 4-0. to zero. Top of the eighth, they get an RBI single to make it 4-1. to one. And bottom of the eighth, another home run by the Astros. Chaz hits his fifth of the year. We're at 5-1. to one. Altuve brings in Jake with an RBI single. That makes it 6-1. to one. Here are your milestones. Jose Abreu hit number 1,500. That's amazing. Maldonado, career home run number 100. Before he hit the home run, Tom, I'm going to keep using the word pathetic. He was on a 0 for 17 streak. And I don't know what it is now, but you can probably add <laughs> another 17 on the end of that. Um, Altuve, the fourth Astro of all time to score a thousand runs. Now, I would think just off of my head that he would have more runs than that. I, I didn't think that sounded like a lot, but fourth, the fourth Astros player in history to get 1,000 runs. That's pretty impressive night for the Astros. I, and I love all the uh, uh, whatever I called it at the beginning, I don't even remember. Milestones. The milestones. I love yes. all the milestones. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, great game all the way around. Hunter pitched his tail off. We knew he would. The guy is a competitor. He's a stud. Love everything about what Hunter did. The offense came to life. Jose Abreu has been a different dude since he got off that, that, that Homer thing. He's just been so aggressive at the plate. He's turning on pitches. The double he hit for 1,500 was smoked. I mean... This guy is, is starting to lock in. And this is the guy that they paid for. This is the guy that everybody's been begging for. This is the guy that everybody was done with, too. Because there was plenty of people ready to DFA him and put Yiner Diaz at first base. Not on Astros here. Astros baseball podcast was not one of those. Mm -mm. We knew in order to get to where we needed to go, that guy had to be the dude. And he has been. And, and it was perfect timing because Jordan goes down and he's like, all right, one Cuban to another. I got you, brother. Let's go to work. And he has been. He's been really good. Very proud of that dude. And and go and going through this game, you felt really good because now the series sets up for you. You got Ramber Valdez and CJ going after him. I predicted a sweep, I believe. You did. And I was they owe you one. They could have, but the offense didn't show up. So, like, the difference in your, your uh, confidence when Abreu comes up I mean, it's, it's, I don't want to exaggerate, but it's like Tucker or Bregman or Jordanish, like, like confidence in this guy. Like you expect him to do something big in big moments, but someone that did big dings in big moments, that would be Mr. Hunter Brown. Seven scoreless innings, only gave up four hits. He had four strikeouts and three walks, picks up win number six. He's six and three, 3.35 ERA. We, I mean, some people believed he was going to be this stud. I was a little unsure. The dude's a professional in his rookie season. He's amazing. Abreu, two hits and a run. Maton had a scoreless inning with a strikeout. Offensively, Bregman, two for four. Abreu, two for three with a walk. The guy was on base three times. Dubon, Chaz, Maldi, and Tuck all got home runs. That was pretty cool. Six runs, nine hits, two for 10 with runners in scoring position. They scored a lot of 
runs on the home runs. They left nine on base, so they could have won even more. But overall, with the great performance by Hunter Brown, the milestones, the four home runs, I will take a game like this any day. Absolutely. We're, I hopped on the relevant app, not because it was my turn behind the dish, but because, you know, we support our guys. We go in there, we hang out, we have a good time. It, it's always great banter back and forth. Those guys are always pumping out great information. We try our best when it's our turn at it to, to do really well with, you know, making sure that we're talking up the Astros and, and trade deadline and all the different things, right? So in the course of that, Hunter Brown was discussed and we said, okay, what do you think about going back to this five-man rotation? And I flat out said, I hate it. I said, Hunter Brown has only pitched 120 some odd innings in a season so far as a major leaguer. If nothing changes, he's going to smoke that and probably be 160, 170. At some point, there's a fear that you might have to shut him down. And with the way the, 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 the pitching has been, can you afford not to have that guy right now? I don't know. Not, not, for me, he's the third best starter. So unless they're going to go get another one, I really felt like the six-man rotation kept him in order as far as his innings. It took one more start off of him here, there, whenever, so that you know his innings would have been more manageable. Now that they went back to a five-man, I think it's going to ramp back up. And no sooner did I say that, he he was cruising along through six. I felt like that'd be a good time to, you know, shut him down, save him for an inning. Dusty ran him right back out for the seventh. So that's what he's known for. I really hope that we're not talking about this in, you know, September, October, Hunter Brown not being available because he will have been overworked and underpaid. I think uh, Urquidy scheduled to be back at the end of this month. So they could always go to a six man that way or get rid of Belak, but Belak's. Belak and J.P. France have both been very good. So, I mean, that's a good idea to, to do the uh, six-man rotation when Urquidy comes back. All right, so as good as game one was, game two was just as exciting. It had exciting moments in it, and let's get to it. Bottom of the first, Jose Abreu, and like you said, Frammer's on the mound for game two. Jose Abreu, a two-run double. Altuve and Tucker come in. We are up two to zero. And then this inning was amazing. And I know you enjoyed it. You had to have enjoyed it. Train number 79 left Union Station. Next batter, train number 21 left Union Station. Jose Abreu, Yiner Diaz, back-to-back train track shots. That was That was one of the coolest things of the year. Uh, Jose Abreu is incredibly strong because off the bat, I just thought this was like maybe a double off the wall or something like that. He elevated this pitch up on the train tracks and it got out in a hurry. It was, it was, it was a flash and, uh, Yiner, Yiner got under it a little bit, but I mean, the dude is built like a friggin' tank. You just, you just, you just watch the ball just carry and it's like, wow. Okay. Um, so really awesome to have those guys go back to back. The, the month of Jose Abreu continues. Yiner, we, we talked about Maldi, right? Talked about Maldi. Maldi's got 152 ABs and he's got nine RBIs. In 60 less at-bats, Yiner Diaz has the same nine RBIs and he has 24 hits to Maldi's 28. So when we make the the request, if you will, 
for Yiner to see more time on the field. This is why the guy's hit tool is legit. And it's like, you try to find creative ways to get him in the lineup. Great. But the dude can catch. So I'm really uh, looking forward to more of Yiner Diaz. All right. So the Astros are up four to zero. Washington scores on a ground out in the fifth inning. And then we go to the, we go to the top of the ninth and I just, I recently, okay. Now I don't have XM anymore. I, so I listen to the, the FM radio and on the way home, there's always commercials. So I went back and I listened to the last episode and I made this statement that Ryan Presley is not the Ryan Presley we're used to. And you didn't really agree with me. And I think you actually said, I don't agree with you. I got to disagree with you on this. <laughs> Here's his ninth inning. Gave up a double. They scored on a uh, RBI double, made it four to two. They scored on a fielder's choice, four to three. An RBI triple, four to four. So he comes in with a four to one lead. And it wasn't all his fault. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. And I, and I got all the details of it. But it's four to four. And in the bottom of the ninth, Jake grounded out. Tucker got thrown out at home. Ball went off Jake's helmet, and a Brave scored. So exciting, exciting game. What do you before I before I go into everything that happened? What do you think about the coach and his little picture? I know that he did get in the grass a little bit, but when the ball hit him, he was like right in front of the base. He was just getting ready to step on base. And it hit him right in the back of the helmet. So, I don't know. I th This keeps happening. People getting in the way. Some umpires call it one way. Some call it another. I think they need to figure it out. So, first, let me start with Ryan Presley. I will continue to disagree with you. I don't, I don't think Ryan Presley's wrong. I don't think he's getting the benefit of the doubt right now. All three runs that were uh, scored in that inning were unearned because of errors. Um, I, I I know one of them was his, so maybe he's wrong there, but it's just a little bit of bad luck. Uh, when we talk about Ryan Presley again in a minute, when we talk about the next game, I'll get into it, into it further. Dave Martinez is a hypocrite because Dave Martinez <clears throat> had the same play called the other way and argued for it to be right the way it was called. If you're not familiar, uh, 2019, uh, there was a play with Trey Turner. Trey Turner was doing exactly what, uh, I'm, I'm struggling. Uh, Jake, Jake, Jake Myers, Myers. Jake Myers was doing exact same scenario. The runner was called out. And he went to war saying this was wrong, that he was he was right where he was supposed to be. Where was he supposed to go? He was running into the bag, yada, 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 yada. Fast forward four years later, they called it the way he argued for it. Now he's saying it's wrong. So yeah. you can't just have it your he way. He wants to tell him the rules, but when it goes against him, no, 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 no. That's That's not the way it should be called. But let me tell you this. Top of the ninth. Here's how it went. Alex Bregman started it off with a throwing error. That got the ball roll. Then he gave up a double. He got a ground out. Then there was a fielder's choice with the error, a throwing error by Presley. Then he gave up a triple. 
So to say that this wasn't his fault is. No, 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 no. I mean, eventually, yes, he was on the mount. But if these errors aren't made, he doesn't. He doesn't give up these runs. He does not blow the save. So that's why the runs are unearned. That's why, yes, he was on the wrong end of the of the of the scale there. But I don't know if I'm ready to be out on Ryan Presley or say something's wrong with him. I'm not out on him. I'm just saying, like, there's something wrong with him. You got to see Twitter, I, I said, man. I said, out. He, <laughs> I said he is not the Ryan Presley we're used to. He's not. He's he's, and I think I said I'm not confident in him when he comes in. I'm not confident, and I'm always I'm really confident in Mayton, and he kind of blew it today. It's so weird that you say that because if you go look, I think he's blown two saves, and he's only lost once. So he's eleven for thirteen now in save. Con- somebody somebody posted that the guy's given up a run in like the last nine times he went that he pitched. I don't maybe know it was that's, five. I don't know that that's accurate. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. I, I'm gonna when you do the final thoughts, I'm gonna look and, it up. And but he may have given up a, and he may have given up a run and still won. So well, yeah, like he gave up he blew a save and then got a win. He he came in with a two-run lead and gave up a home run, and we still won yeah. by one. I mean, you if you give up runs every time, I mean it's well, gonna come back to get you. It's impossible he's to not shut down guy. I mean, he's well, we're, I'm going to look it up. Okay. That that's going to be the debate of today's episode, which I think we're going to run out of time. So the bottom of the ninth, Jake got hit, Jake hit the ball. They threw Tucker out at home, catch your ball for, I think we already talked about it. All right, let's look at the stats for Amber, seven innings, five hits, one run, six strikeouts, zero walks. Pretty awesome. Naris had a strikeout. Presley, two hits, three runs, zero earn, like you said, blown save, picked up the win, one and two. Abreu, three for four, three RBIs. Tucker, two for four. Diaz, Dubon, and Altuve all got a hit. The Astros had five runs, eight hits, three for eight runner in scoring position. They left four on base. Let's jump to game three. Javier starts this game with no offense. It's like Framber was starting tonight. Six innings, five hits, no runs, no walks, two strikeouts. Abreu pitches the seventh, one hit, no walks. Naris pitches the eighth. He had a hit and a walk. And then here comes your boy Presley. <laughs> it's funny, like anytime I, you, you, you defend somebody, I call him your boy. All right. So Presley gives up a home run, and he gives up two strikes. So it's 0-0, gives up a home run. And the Astros have to come back in the ninth inning. Tucker got a double. Abreu struck out. Pena grounded out. And then your boy, Yiner Diaz, with an RBI pinch hit single, brought in Tucker. And we are tied. And we go to extra innings. I'm just going to keep rolling. They got an RBI single. They brought in the ghost runner that made it 2-1. to one. And here's Mayton's night. Ground out, single, single, hit by pitch, walk, bases loaded. He left the bases loaded. And then uh, Gage came in. So, oh, he had a bases loaded walk, an RBI single. That made it four to one. Gage came in with the bases loaded, two strikeouts. So we go in 
down four to we, yeah we go down it's tied and we then we it's four to one they scored three runs bad outing from Aton he I don't know I have tr- trust in him but he didn't do very good so we go to the bottom of the ten Dubon's our ghost runner Maldi popped up on the first pitch Chaz struck out and then Altuve grounded out the Astros lose and like I said oh for five oh and five in extra innings. What made you mad about the game? I don't want to talk about anything but angry Tom. Let's get should we take a break first? Sure. So, go ahead. so you can rev it up. All right, we're <laughs> gonna take a break and we will come back with angry Tom right after this. You're listening to Astros Baseball. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, folks, we're back. I'm your host, Rob Fontenot, along with my co-host, angry tom what's up buddy what makes you angry about tonight's loss so before the game even started i i I felt like this was a loss i really did i was i was hoping i was wrong i tried to talk myself out of it you know i was like nah i'm just overthinking it it just felt gross and i'm gonna tell you why because i saw the lineup and i was like there's no way why, why would you do any of it? It just, there were so many things about the lineup that I thought were wrong that I was like, they're not going to score any runs. They're not going to score any runs. And I, and I was like, again, talking to the co uh, the coworker that shall not be named. And the Tucker hater, uh, the Tucker, or the Tucker, not like her, not like her. There okay. we go. All right. And she goes, well, what's wrong? And I said, a lot of things are wrong. And I'm just going off of what we know. So start from the top. Chaz is leading off. Chaz has been in and out of the lineup a ton. So why on earth would you get a guy who has not been hitting because he's not been playing in a leadoff spot? Oh, it's a left-hander. Okay. Well, Chaz still has got to see pitching, right? Still got to see major league pitching. Whatever, right? Okay. Move on to number two. Jose Altuve. There's your leadoff guy. He's been your leadoff guy for three years or whatever, and he's been pretty damn good at it. Why is he leading off? I don't know. We just we're put him in the two hole now. That's where he goes because we have to do something different. Makes no sense to me. I don't understand it. He was the leadoff guy before he got hurt. Now all of a sudden he doesn't lead off anymore and doesn't make any sense. So two ways in the two hole. Who's normally in the two hole? Jeremy Pena is normally in the two hole. Guess who's back in the lineup today? Jeremy Pena is back in the lineup today. Why on earth would you put him in sixth when everybody and their mother knows that the guy is a different animal in the two hole and there's no one to compete for it. It's not like, Oh, well, so-and-so has been doing great and blah, 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 blah. No, he went out of his way to put Altuve in the two hole and move Pena all the way down to six. And I'm just like, why, 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 why? Like, all these guys are hidden out of position and then, you know, so on and so forth, whatever. I would have probably politic for Yiner because Yiner had a good series. Yiner didn't get, he didn't get the catch, whatever. But 
those three guys, those three guys for me was enough to throw the offense off. Bregman's not seeing the ball really well right now. Bregman's struggling. Abreu is, but Tucker's not. So you you probably need to have all the bullets you can possibly have. And and what really, really, really frustrated me is like, okay, Chaz led off, right? Two of a batted second, right? I, I don't know the stats, all of them. I'm sure you're going to tell me. Jeremy Pena had a pretty good night tonight, I think, right? I know he had a single. I actually don't have the stats for today. Um, well, I, I will I will run them down. But Jer- I know I know for a fact Jeremy Jeremy had a single, and looked really good at the plate. Had some really good abs. A- and if Jeremy Pena was in the two hole, guess who would have gotten that bat in the tenth inning? Jeremy Pena would have gotten that bat tenth inning. So if Altuve was leading off, guess who would have been at the plate? against a right-hander because he's hitting right-handers better, Jose Altuve would have been at the plate. And I just felt like all the things kind of manifested. Uh, Pena was one for four. So maybe maybe not a big deal. Chaz was two for five. But it just, it just felt nasty to begin the day. And I felt like the more and more I saw it, the more and more I didn't like it. I feel like these guys are being bounced around in the lineup. And if you're going to get consistency, you need to put them where they go. Quit trying to put a square peg in a round hole. And when I saw the lineup, that's how I felt. So that's that's what pissed me off. And then I saw how inept the offense was, and I was like, well, I feel like I'm justified in my opinion. Did you make you feel smart? A little bit, but it was more frustrating that I had to see it. You know, like I didn't want to see it played out. I'd rather be wrong. I'd rather they won because – they could have swept this team. They should have swept this team. They have no business losing any game that Fran Valdez or CJ uh, start. Any game. You should be giving them the best lineup. The be- If you want to you give somebody an off day, do it on J.P. Francis' day. Do it on uh, Brandon Belak's day. And I know that's not fair to those guys, but you really got to win when your aces are up there. All right, so Presley has allowed three earned runs. In the last five games. I only saw two. I pulled it up too. It said, now he's allowed a run. No. He's allowed four one, games. two. No. He allowed a run on the third, the ninth, the 10, the 14th, and the 15th. I mean, they scored runs when he's pitching. Yeah. I got it right here, Tom. Maybe you don't see the Knights. But, I mean, the earned runs, there's only – there's two oh, games. Oh, you, that... you counted today. I didn't count today. Yeah, I counted today. Okay. So, that's five games that he's come in in a row and the other team has scored that inning. Mm-hmm. All right. Errors are, errors are not good. And especially when you're trying to close it down, I, I, I uh, don't understand what Bregman's got going on right now because he's struggling defensively and we never see that. Yeah. All right, so the Astros, I think Texas lost today. So the Astros are three and a half games behind them. Uh, the Texas Rangers and the Astros are both four and six in their last 10. The LA Angels are eight and two in their last 10, and they are only four and a half games behind. So we're one game ahead of the Angels. I'm telling you this, this team is not going anywhere without Jordan. They can't. It's not, and I mean, unless 
they go crazy at the deadline and, and pick up some monsters. If he can't play, and I, I'm not trying to say he's hurt. I'm just saying he's not in there, and you can see that they need him. And if they have him and Abreu and then Tucker gets it going, Altuve gets it going, this team is going to be scary. So speaking of the team, who do you have as your players of the series? We will start with Pitcher. Pitcher, I like Hunter Brown. I really like what he did. He really got us started on the right foot. He looked really good. Um, not the big strikeout number, I don't believe. I think he only like five of them, right? But he was still really, really effective and won a game that I didn't know that they would win. I also choose Hunter Brown. We had a trifecta last week. See if we can do it again. Position player, I got the man Abreu again two weeks in a row. The guy's been white hot. I mean, there's no reason not to pick him. All he does is is drive in runs, and that's what he's supposed to do. All right. And the Rose, I don't think we're going to match this because I picked someone that did something tonight. I did too. That, that was very outstanding. Okay, then maybe we will. A very outstanding performance for Matt Gage to come in with the bases loaded and get out of it without surrendering any more runs. My Coach Rose winner is Mr. Number 91, Matt Gage. My Coach Rose winner, and and you really Coach rose it, but my Coach Rose winner is Yiner Diaz because we're not talking about Matt Gage if Yiner does not extend the game with the single in the bottom of the ninth, the Strohs down a run and Tucker on second base. You expect Yiner Diaz to do that because you're so in love with him. Yeah, but you don't. <laughs> I know, but who, who expected Matt Gage to come in with the bases loaded? Not, it would have been even bigger if, like, we would have been winning. Yeah. It would have it, it would have looked bigger, but it, it was a good job. I kind of looked at everything and I was like, who did anything? But that, that was the other one. But, I mean... I don't really you, consider you Maldied Yiner because Yine, I don't think are... Yiner is in. I don't look at Yiner as a coach Rose kind of guy. I, I expect him wow. to do well. He's a good, he's a good player. I mean, for he a just guy doesn't that get a chance to play a lot. Yeah. See, and that's what I think keeps him there because they get to play all the time. <laughs> How can you expect anybody to be consistent if you're not getting consistent playing time? Yeah. All right. I, th I think they're both good picks. Because if I would have wrote down my finalist, I'm sure he would have been on there. All right, so next up for your Houston Astros, starting tomorrow, they will be playing the Cincinnati Reds, who are another team that isn't very good. But that doesn't mean a sweep. Not with this team. Not without Jordan. I, I can't say there's going to be a sweep. Framber on Friday. Belak on Saturday when I'm going to be there. And Sunday, Hunter Brown. Saturday's game at 310. So Friday will be JP France. You said Framber. Did I? Oh, that's what I wrote. Oh no. It'll be it'll be JP France. All right. It says that. I'll double check, but pretty I, sure. I, uh oh. All right, folks. See, this is why we do not we do not write these down. Oh, it is JP France, son of a biscuit eater. Yeah, JP France. Thank you, buddy, for correcting me. I appreciate that. No problem, no problem. Uh, now we gotta do Survivor. You sure? I'm you gonna want tell to? you this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something. I'm nine and seven. 
I picked Tampa Bay to beat the Oakland A's, and they lost four to three. So I'm nine and eight. And I saw the Astros are going to play the Cincinnati Reds, right? That's correct. And I said, if I can't pick any game right, I might as well pick the team that's playing the Astros so that the Astros will win. But then I said, I can't jinx my team by picking against them. So I went with the LA Angels over the Royals. It's a good pick. They're white hot. They're playing well. Tom, you are. Uh, you pick Arizona over Philly. The week before that, you pick Philly to win. I mean, what what is your madness here? You pick a team to win, and you pick them to lose, and everything just works out for you. You pick Arizona to win. They won nine to eight. You are an astounding fourteen and three. I hate your guts. Uh, who do you got? I am big on the matchups. I try really hard the matchups to try to find an advantage where I can find it. Um, it's getting really tough now because I'm running out of teams to pick and that aren't playing monsters. Yeah, I was so, like, picked them, picked them, picked them. Like yep. the matchups, I picked both teams like in the first four games on there. I didn't have yeah, very much to choose from. I had I had two options and I had I had Baltimore or uh Baltimore over Chicago was one. Um but the pitcher for Baltimore is struggling. So I decided against that. So I'm going to take a risky one, but one that helps our Astros. I'm taking Toronto over Texas. Gaussman against Martin Perez, who has struggled as of late. The Rangers have struggled, and I'm pulling for the Blue Jays all the way. If any team out there wants to win a game, just have Tom pick your team <laughs> in Survivor, and they'll win. All right, that's all I have. So it is time for Tom's final thoughts. Three minutes left. You know, I I I'm, I can't be I can't be too upset with a series win. I'll never be. Series wins are important. Series wins are where it's at. I'm rarely ever gonna get on the 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 bandwagon that oh no they should beat a sorry team three times. I'm not gonna do that. I understand how hard a sweep is. Today I felt that Dusty just did not do a good job of trying to set this team up for success. And I think right now with all the injuries and with all the, the stuff going on, they need everything that they can get. Every every advantage they can find. Getting Altuve an extra bat, getting Payne an extra bat. Those are the guys you want up there. And and I just the 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 beginning of that order was so so critical to me. And uh I don't know. I don't know if it was just a game or if it's just the way I saw it, you know, slept wrong. Who knows? But bottom line. This this is gonna have to uh, this is gonna have to play out in our favor just right for the Astros to get to where we want to go. Jordan's gonna have to come back. They are gonna have to make some moves. Texas is gonna have to come back to us a little bit. The Angels are gonna have to come the f down because right now that's a scary team. The Angels are a really scary team. They've got some pitching to go with that offense. Guys like Rendon are coming back. So if there is a team I'm worried about, it's not the Rangers. It's the Angels. Luckily, the Astros did their work early, so yeah. I think they have uh, the advantage. In the if a, if a tiebreaker was the thing at the moment, but man, look out for those Angels, and and hopefully the Astros do what they got to do, get another series win. And we're talking, you know, three days from now about how the Strohs have won two series in a row. Your leadoff man, Chaz McCormick, went two for five, 
Tucker three for four. Jeremy Pena did go one for four. Got a lot of zeros there. Yiner went one for one. All the 0 for three. He's hitting 181. I do not have time, folks, to tell you about my doctor. Tell him, not my doctor, but a doctor telling me that I had six months to live. Talk about a crazy five days. But anyway, I'm here. I mean, I'm, I'm healthy. I'm happy. I'll tell you about that later, I guess, sometime. But uh, that's it. We're running out of time. Uh, I think it was a great episode, Tom. So thanks for tuning in, everybody. And we will see you next time on Astros Baseball. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.